Good morning. Okay, so all the uh, candidates have received the uh, rules ahead of time. I uh, didn't have any complaints, so we're going to go with that. This is the only time that I will ever be accused of being a moderate. I'm doing a job, so that's where I got to check my own personal views at the door, which some of you know me well enough to know that's a challenge. So, without further ado, let's have Matt and Chris join us on the stage. going to do a coin or a coin toss here to determine who gets to go first but we had not done that yet as uh, usual we're running behind so do you guys have a preference or do Chris you have a go. coin Chris can go I don't care please pick up the mic press the button and away you go thanks everyone for coming today to come and listen to us once again for this uh, runoff um, it seems like we're going to just be saying the same old, same old again. But uh, my name is Chris Trevino, and I am a candidate for Collin County Constable in Precinct 1. I've been in law enforcement for almost 20 years. I have a master's peace officer's license. I have over 1,700 hours of training. I have over, 100, over 165 hours of leadership training. I'm married to my wife that I've been known since high school. I met her when she was 16, and I was like 17 years old, and we're still together. So I'm that guy with true family values. Um, I've been here in Collin County for 47 years, born and raised here in McKinney. I'm running for constable because I think I'm trying to do the right thing so I can serve the people, not serve myself. And I am ready to do that because at the end of the day, I work for y'all. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm not going to sit in the office being babied, being only issued 36 papers in three years. I'm going to come out and hustle with my guys and lead by example because that's what a leader does. 36 papers in three years. Shameful. He works for y'all. In one year, I probably have more calls than that as an SRO in a high school. So if you want someone that's going to work for you, work for your hard-earned tax dollars, I'm that guy. Because I'm not the politician, I'm a public servant. And I'm ready to serve you any way I can. If that's helping out in the school or helping trying to, you know, combat crime somewhere because I'm the one. I've been there, I've done that, I've seen everything. Thank you. Matt? Hello. Well, good morning, Constitutional Texas. I can't tell you how appreciative I am of each of you on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. to come down here, but that shows your loyalty and dedication to the process, and I appreciate every one of you. I am Matt Carpenter. I'm running for Constable Precinct 1. And, and let's talk about who I am just a little bit. I'm a third generation law enforcement officer. I was born with the DNA in my blood. Not only am I a third generation law enforcement officer, I'm a fifth generation Texan. 
you know, growing up in a Christian law enforcement family, I knew what I was going to do from an early age. And I'm proud to say that every agency I've worked for, I've moved up the ranks. That takes time, and it takes it's a headache at times. But in order to truly serve and truly show the dedication to the people we serve, you move up in administration. That's how you make a difference. It's not how long you've been doing something. It's what you've done with the time that God has given you. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed with a, a beautiful wife and three kids, and we work hard every day to serve the citizens of Collin County. Let's talk about Collin County. There's a lot of law enforcement agencies in Collin County. Think of all the different agencies. If you truly want to serve Collin County, where you could work. I choose to work in Collin County. I've worked in Collin County over a decade because I love the county I live in. And I, and I tell you this, Precinct 1, I look forward to serving you, but I'm going to do it with the values that I've been brought up with. A Christian conservative is, is what makes the difference. Anybody can say, well, if I ever get elected, here's what I'm going to do. That's easy to say, isn't it? I remember the first time I was promoted to sergeant, I had all these grand ideas, as anyone else in law enforcement could probably tell you. And it's not until you actually serve that you see some of your grand ideas really aren't that grand. You have to do it. You have to be it. And I am it. I'm currently chief deputy of the largest constable precinct in Collin County. Day in and day out, I work hand-in-hand -hand with all the department heads. I work with uh, constable's offices throughout the state of Texas. In 2021, I was named Deputy of the Year throughout the state of Texas. Those things don't come easy. They don't come free. You have to work for it. So if you're looking for someone who's actually done it, who is not talking about what they're going to do, look at what I've done. And either way, I appreciate everyone being here today. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. So the first round, I'm going to give several... Um, words, and I'd like you to do a word association, maybe five words or less, with what I'm going to tell you. So the first one is, how would you define the role of government? Matt, you want to start? Sure. And, and you just want word association. Correct. Service. Service to the people. Thank you. True leadership to the people. Okay, next question. How would you define the role of the constable? Go ahead, Chris. The leader of the office of a process server. The people's police as defined in the Constitution. Okay. As a constable, who do you answer to? The people. The people. Can you tell me what your oath is? Go ahead, Chris. The oath is to serve the people of the Collin County and serve the Constitution. To serve an oath to the U.S. Constitution and the Texas Constitution, uphold those laws by serving the people. Okay. How would you define constitutional rights? Go ahead, Matt. Our true guarantee, our God-given rights. Don't overstep your boundaries. Okay, one word. 
Texas, the greatest state in all of America. You said one word? <laughs> you can have five. Yes. The only true state in the United States. Okay, second round. These are supposed to be yes or no answers. Do you believe that Governor Abbott is exceeding his constitutional authority? Chris? See. For you gringos, that means yes. Yes. As a constable, will you support full constitutional carry? Yes. Yes. Will you support whoever wins this runoff in the general election? Most definitely. Yes. Will you use your judgment when dealing with potentially unconstitutional laws when enforcing them? Yes. Yes. Very nice. Okay. So each one of you has two questions you may ask your opponent. Uh, take no more than a minute to ask your question. They'll be given no more than two minutes unless they're in the middle of a thought, in which case we'll grace them with 30 seconds. And the person that asked the question will have 30 seconds if they would like to do a rub rebuttal. Uh, Chris, would you like to start? Yeah. Matt. Why have you only served 36 papers, or been issued 36 papers in three years? Well, that's a great question. And you know, the, the funny thing is, is it comes down to administration. <coughs> so if, if you've never been an admin, that, that, that's a great soundbite. That's something great you can put on Facebook or put on your campaign. And unfortunately, it just doesn't show intelligence. So day in and day out, I'm actually serving not only the people within Collin County, but I'm serving our deputies. It's the largest office in Collin County. And while doing that, I'm also working hand in hand with consuls across the state that need help. I was tasked early on when I became chief to take this office and make it where we are today, a professional organization. When other law enforcement agencies look at us, we want them to see the best in law enforcement. It necessarily wasn't that way when we took office when Sammy Knapp was, was elected. And we work hard at that. But my job is not to serve papers. My, my job is to make sure the papers are served correctly. You need to know the difference in the constable world, the difference between a writ of sequestration and a writ of execution. There's a lot of people in this room that don't know, and I'm, I'm one of them before I started this in this business. But it takes education, it takes the training, and it takes dedication to Collin County. And that's what I've done. Did you wish to exercise your rebuttal? Yes. 30 seconds. Matt, I've spoken to several people that are higher up in the county. Rick Burns had over 1,300 papers that he was issued. Mike Runfield was given over 1,300 papers that he was issued. The jobs are all the same. They do the exact same thing you do. Okay, thank you. It's still 30 seconds, buddy. Sorry. Follow up? That was quick. All right. Um, 30 second follow up. 
Sure. Thank you. Again, you need to do your research before you start talking. It doesn't help anybody in this room. But I'll tell you this. There's one chief deputy constable in Collin County, Texas. That's me. I'm the only one the commissioner's court paid to be the chief deputy. The other two he's referring to are deputy twos in smaller offices with smaller staff, so they have more respons different responsibilities than I do. But you have to do your research and know what you're talking about before you talk about it. Thank you. Okay, you have the next question, Matt. Chris, as the least experienced candidate in a race, why do you believe you're the most qualified to hold this position? The reason I'm the most qualified is because I'm actually going to go out and work, do the job. I have the leadership skills to do it. I've led men and women in law enforcement on actual police related <coughs> calls. The, the exact same thing that you, you want to do. You know, I earned them stripes just like you did. You know, I, it just wasn't given to me. So that's why I truly believe that I'm the best candidate. I am the candidate to go out and serve and work for, for, for the people they, for what they pay for. And I'm gonna make sure everybody gets held to that standard. I'm gonna make sure that they all do what they're supposed to do. And I'm gonna make sure they all go home. That's why, because I've done it before. <clears throat> Okay, Chris, question number two. That's hard, no? Do you want to pass? <clears throat> and then come back, or? Sure. Matt, do you have a second question? Yeah. What is... What does being a Republican mean to you? Being a being a, being a Republican, what it means to me is being able to do what I would like to do, not being told by the government what I have to do all the time. I don't like to be told that I want to wear a mask, that I have to wear a mask. I don't like to be told that I can't go into a store because of it. You know, I don't, you know, being a Republican is something that's, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm that politician guy because I've never been, I'm new at this. I am. And you, you say that you've been in it a long time, I haven't. You know, so my first time that I voted was for Bush. I didn't know anything about primaries and all that. All I know is I wanted to be on the right team, the winning team, and that was the red team. And ever since then, I stayed. You know, I skipped McCain and Obama because I didn't like either one of them. And like I said, I didn't know anything about the primaries and stuff like that until, until Trump. Then I voted for Trump twice. So I just wanted to make sure that I was on a winning team and I know that the blue team is not the one. They don't align, align with my values. I'm pro-life. You know, that's what I am. We, I'm pro-family value guy. I don't believe in having sexual-oriented books in the, in the schools from the pictures that I saw this last couple of weeks. And I'm actually gonna meet with the people on that that are, on the elect, that are elected officials because I have that contact with them. So, 
to answer your question is just, you know, I'm new to this, right? I, I'm not a politician. I'm a public servant. Do you have a rebuttal? I've never run for office before. I'm new to this. This has been an experience. I tell you, if anybody in here has ever run for office or is, is doing it now, it, it definitely is a journey. It's a, it's a, it's a travel, and I thank God every day uh, for the family and the support I have, and uh, that's, what, that's what gets me through it. Okay. Chris, question number two. Matt, as constable, are you going to lead by example and go out and work? Because on your platform, you say that you're going to battle human trafficking, um, stuff about, um, about abortion, and that you're going to protect first responders and police from the leftists. To do that, you have to get out and work. Are you going to do that? That is a great question. And I tell you, as an election official, it does, it does several things. Number one, you're, you're just not representing the people in this room. You're, you're representing everyone that lives within your precinct. And so to, to touch on the topics that uh, Chris is discussing, how, how does the constable do that? Well, first off, you have to know the role of the constable and what you're going to be facing daily. But more importantly, as an elected official, it puts you in a position to work with other elected leaders. You need to be able to speak to them. You need to be able to work with them. You need to be able to talk about priorities that are priorities in your precinct. And that involves your county. You have to build those relationships. Listen, I've always been in law enforcement, right? I've never run for any other elected office. I've always wanted to be a police officer. That's what I do. That's where my heart leads me. And that's, as a third generation law enforcement officer, that's, that's ingrained in me. I've never wanted to run for city council or any other elected office. That's not for me. But in order to build the relationships, you have to live it. And you have to be it. Thank you. You have a rebuttal? Well, I did run for city council last year because here in McKinney, for District 1, because this is where I grew up at. I was born and raised in McKinney on the east side, and I ran for them to do the right thing. You know, then leftists you talk about on your website, I battled them. His name was Lashady on Shimwell. I'm the guy that went out and made sure that I filed that paperwork to make sure that we didn't have a leftist in our city. I'm the one that approached him at city council because he went at our city government and said that they were conspiring, police and the, first, and the government were conspiring to kill black and brown people. Guess what Trevino did? He fought the leftists, went to that city council, told him to his face that I was coming after his seat. Thank you. Okay, I have some questions from the audience. Um, this time we'll uh, start with Chris, go to Matt, and then reverse back, okay? You're going to be restricted to, let's call it a minute. If you need a few more seconds, I'm fine. 
All right, uh, for the border, what, if anything, would you do in the constable's office to help correct the issues we have down on the border? Again, like Matt says, you have to know the role of the constable. If we were down south and we worked down south, where the constables actually do police work, answer calls, traffic stops, you know, and are on the border, you know, that would be something that the constable would do. But here in North Texas, the constables don't do that. So I'm sorry if that's not the answer you get, but you're not gonna get that from a constable down in North Texas, because the only thing we do is process serve, and we don't have time for anything else because we are a grown county. Maybe one day they will, you know, we'll be able to help out, you know, police-wise, but right now, there, there's just no way. We're growing too fast, too rapidly. People are being put out. People are calling, you know, committing crimes. Thank the you. papers have to be served. Matt, same question. Can you repeat it, please? What, if anything, would you as the constable do to deal with the border issues? Oh, that's a great question. And again, it comes back to the role of the office. There, there's nothing more that aggravates another law enforcement agency when you have um, other agencies overstepping their boundaries, right? So you have to know the role of the constable. But you, you can't just know the role of the constable statewide. You have to know it in particular to your county. So we all know here in Collin County, and we know that our citizens in Collin County are upset and tired of what's going on at the border. We know it's going to take years and years and years to recover once we finally ever do shut down what's going on at the border. So what is the role of the constable or the people's police? What are our people telling us? So here's how you make the difference. Yes, I'm serving those here in Collin County, and I'm serving them in Austin as well. I've been, I have the luxury of watching Constable Knapp and other constables go to Austin every year to speak for the people of Collin County. So how does the constable help with the role of what's going on at the border? We make our voices known, which is your voice in Austin. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to call an audible and give a follow-up question. You both referenced what the role of the constable is, and I think I would not be alone in asking just what is it the constable does that's different from the other law enforcement that we have to be so specific about the criteria to be a constable? That is a great question. Thank you for the audible. Uh, you know, I was in law enforcement for years before I moved over to the constable world, and one of the reasons I did it was because as a patrol officer from going to call to call to call, you're, you're enforcing uh, criminal law. And we answer calls day in and day out that aren't criminal. They are to the person you're serving, right? But it doesn't meet a criminal statute. It's civil. Civil is very convoluted and hard to understand. And so you're standing in front of a citizen that needs your help, and you're unable to. You're unable to because of civil liability. If, if as a police officer enforcing criminal law, you start talking to them about what actions to take and how to take them. I didn't like that. These are people I, 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 I have known and that I represent, and I'm standing in front of them with a badge and gun, and I'm supposed to solve all their problems, and I couldn't. So I decided I wanted to be a constable because constables handle criminal and civil law. We stay with our citizens that we serve, hence the people's police. It's written in the shrine of the Constitution because we truly are serving our citizens. Whether it's criminal or civil, the constable can handle it, and we walk them through. The civil part is the tough part. They feel like a crime has been committed, but it hasn't. It falls under civil law. 
but they still need to be justified, and they need their this wrong writing, and that's what we do, and that's why the office is so valuable and so important uh, in, in each precinct, because who do you turn to, right? When the police show up and say they can't help you, well, you turn to your constable. You pick up the phone and call the office. You come to the office, uh, or you call us out to your house, and we stay with you from the beginning of the case, from the original citation to final judgment, and that's the difference. Thank you. Matt answered it. I mean, geez, he better know it. He's been in that office forever. Good point. You know, so, I mean, don't get scared. <laughs> don't get scared that uh, that I don't have the civil process paperwork or training because at the end of the day, Matt was a police officer for two and a half years and then moved on to the constable's office and learned the job. Sammy Knapp was a Plano police officer for many, many years and took the job as a constable and did that job. Guess what? He also had to take that training that the state requires. When Matt gets, if he gets chosen by the people, he'll have to also take another training to be the constable in Collin County. So will I. I mean, gee, I'm a 20-year law enforcement veteran. Why would I be able to learn this job? It's about leading people. And that's what I'll do. You know, I'll have someone under me, just like Sammy has, and then he puts out the work, you know, and stuff, but I'm also gonna expect my guy that's under me to work. So that's all I gotta say about that. Thank you. Next question. Have either of you ever left a law enforcement department while under investigation or disciplinary action? I guess that could be as simple as yes or no. Yes. Absolutely not. Do you wish to explain, or would you like to leave that alone, Chris? No. You know what? In law enforcement, sometimes you get in trouble. I got in trouble. Wasn't nothing, you know, too bad, but I was told I was going to go to Knott's and that was going to be my punishment. And me being me, you know, some of y'all know me that I could pop off of the mouth pretty quick. And that's what I did. They said, well, you're going to Knights and you're gonna have to start over, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, man, I've been here almost 13 years. There's no way in heck I'm gonna go to Knights and start all over and do nothing. So I went downstairs, typed out my paperwork, went back up, told you, I'm out. You know, you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm positive. I don't play them games, and unfortunately, I wish I would have shut my mouth and just stayed because I still would have been there, you know? Uh, but that's not what happened. You know, uh, God led me a different way. You know, I went to Lake Dallas to go work there. Uh, that was terrible. That was the worst mistake I ever made. Um, after that, decided to join uh, the Apple security team with SIS and I stayed with them for like three years until COVID hit. Once COVID hit, um, it kind of messed everybody up and I had to come back to law enforcement and this is where I'm at. And I love it and I missed it when I was out of it. Same, that's it. Thank you. Okay. As you both kind of mentioned, you're going to serve all the people. Uh, so it's 
your position becomes beyond party politics once you're elected, how are you going to engage all of your citizens? Go ahead, Chris. Can you answer the last part, would you say? How are you going to engage all of your citizens? Well, the, the way I'm going to engage is the way I've always done before here in McKinney. I've been involved, you know, either at the city council meetings, uh, getting with a group of guys and starting, you know, a, a Christmas toy drive, a school toy drive, um, or a food drive for our community on the east side. You know, I'm going to be involved. But I'm also going to be involved in the, you know, to try to help keep our community ready. I've explained this to a couple people, especially with uh, some groups that, you know, when I was asked about, as you as a Hispanic, would you help try to bring one of the Hispanics in? And I'm like, absolutely I would. But at the end of the day, don't just send me to the door to knock on other Hispanics or other minorities to try to bring them to the, to the red side. Stand with me. You know, because if they see me and you as a white person knocking on that door, that, mean, that, that will mean that you truly want us to be involved. But all you're doing is sending, God bless her soul, Maria, by herself, Vicente, by himself, to go and ask other Hispanics, join our club, join, join the red side, when we don't have any white folks with us. That's what I'm going to do as constable here in Collin County. I'm going to be involved in every community that I serve. Every event, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to call CCCR. I'm going to call the Patriots. Hey, I got a booth here to teach the community what the constable role is. But I also want y'all to come over here and let's tell them, you know, let's share our platform as Republicans. Thank you. Matt? Great question. You know, we, we don't just serve McKinney. We, we don't just serve one side of McKinney. We serve Precinct 1 of Collin County. There's a lot of different cities with a lot of different needs right here within Precinct 1. And, and every one of those communities need help of some sort. It's not about race, it's not about religion, and it's not about political beliefs. It's about as a law enforcement officer representing the state of Texas, as an elected official representing the people that are in your precinct, how do you help them? And it is through engagement. But it's about being there when they need you. It's not talking about what you will do one day, it's about what you're doing now. That's, that's how I will engage, thank you. Okay. If you were elected, would you be willing to look into any of the concerns with criminal justice reform? And if so, what issue would you be willing to address? Well, I think as an elected constable, I'd be willing to look into anything. Um, but, but again, it comes back to knowing your role and, and the position you hold in the county that you're serving. Uh, criminal justice reform is a broad topic. Um, there's, there's two sides to, to every, every coin and, and, and many uh, Detailed things go into criminal justice reform. Some things don't make sense to civilians that do to law enforcement, and some things uh, get convoluted quickly. But I'm willing to take a look at anything and, and support my community in Austin if needed. Chris? 
the way I'll do that is just like what Matt said, you know, get with our, you know, elected officials that actually have a say in, you know, criminal justice reform. Get with them, show them support, elect people that have the same value of the criminal justice reform, and help them out in Austin, even if, either by signing a paper or going with them and showing, showing their, them that we support them and want the same thing. So as constable, that's what I, I mean, as any agency, chief, constable, sheriff, that's what we all want. We want to make sure things are done right. And if they're not being done right, they need to be linked into. Okay, I have one final question. I'd like to keep it yes or no, and then we'll go into the final statement for both of you. You'll have two minutes. Do you believe your opponent is qualified to serve as the constable? Let me start with this. Go ahead. Yes, he is. No. Okay, we'll go with the final statements. Uh, I believe, um, Chris, you started yeah. with the, so Matt, if you'll start with your final statement, please. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Stephen, for being here. You've done a great job, as always. Again, thank you, Constitutional Texans. Um, I appreciate all of you being here. Uh, we have kids at home right now, and I'm sure many of you uh, have other places and things to do. Uh, again, I'm blessed. I, I, I have served the citizens of Collin County dedicated for over a decade. And that's a choice. I chose to do it when I came to Collin County, and I intend to continue my career and into my retirement here in Collin County serving the people that are my neighbors, that I love, that I respect. I'm appreciative of being a third-generation law enforcement officer. I'm, I'm appreciative that God has blessed me and put me in positions in the agencies I've worked to move up the ladder. It didn't come easy. It's a lot of long nights and a lot of headaches, and you never get a day off. But I love the work because I truly get to serve. I am paid to serve the people. And there, there's no better feeling at the end of the day to know that when someone's in need, I'm there. And, and I'm getting paid to do it. I love my community. I love the Republican Party. And I love the values that we, we have. I am the 21, uh, 2021 Deputy of the Year. That didn't come easy. You know, that took a lot of work because every county in the state of Texas had a vote in that. I'm proud of that. But those aren't sales pitches, those are just facts. And I look forward to being your next constable, but I can't do it without your help. I had your overwhelming support uh, in March. Overwhelming support. And thank you, everybody, for doing that. I need you again in May. I need you to come back out. I need you to vote. Uh, God bless you for being here. If you have any questions, if, if you've heard something that you want to uh, going deeper with me, I'll have a table in the back. And we're also block walking. If anyone had brought tennis shoes, then uh, meet us in the back and we'll set you up after we get done here. But thank you all for being here today. Appreciate you being here, Matt. You know, these things aren't easy. Like you said, taking away on our Saturdays and, you know, from block walking and making brisket on the grill and stuff like that. Um, but like Matt said, I'm going to need y'all in March. I don't know how many of y'all are in May. I don't know how many of y'all did vote for me, but it, hopefully, you know, I won some today. Um, you're going to, if you would let me, you're going to get a working constable. You're going to get someone that's actually done police work. 
you know, because that's what I've done for the last 20 years. It doesn't matter how many agencies I serve or where I went or where I'm at, what county. You're going to get a working constable that's for the community and all the communities. And not like he's saying just part of the community. The matter of fact is that when I ran for city council, it just happened to be the community that I was running for. I'm the true guy that come, walks the walk and don't talk the talk. Paperwork shows Matt is all talk and no walk. You know, he can laugh, but I've talked to, like I said, I've talked to higher people. I've got emails that show different. The reason he gets paid more is because it was a clerical mistake. And after this election, it's going to change all that down to deputy two. And it's a, and you can open that. You can uh, contact the commissioner's board, do an open records request from 2014. I believe that's what it is. If not, I'll post it later. And it'll show that that's going to go back down to that. It's not because what he does or anything. It's just it happened to be that it changed. But like I said, if you want someone that talks to talk, that's my guy here. If you want someone that's going to actually do the job, do it right, make sure everybody's doing it, that's me. To be able to serve everyone and not just some. See you on May. Okay. Give it up to these two guys. Thank you so much for coming. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, may I have the next two gentlemen up front, please? Give us just a moment. We're going to pause the video feed so we can uh, reset it. And 